Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sound of Sergey podcast episode 19. It has been a long while. It has been a little bit since I have made an episode of the Sound of Sergey. And I will tell you why. I have been in ICE. I've been in the detainment center. I crossed the border. I was trying to cross the border from one life into a better life. And racist Americans stopped me from achieving my dreams. And they are literally keeping me in a cage. I'm in a cage at the border. I'm sleeping. Tinfoil is my blanket. I'm sleeping on a cot like in Marine boot camp. I am in ice. They are keeping me in a cage. Now, I am allowed to go to school release. I'm allowed to go to school, get an education, and get a job that won't benefit me in any way and become poor. So, I'm allowed to do that, but I was kept in a cage. I've only recently escaped, and that is why I haven't made any episodes of The Sound of Sergey. People have come to me and they've asked me, Sergey, where is your new episodes of the podcast? We want to hear more. And I go, first thing, no, you don't. You don't really want to. You don't know what you're asking for. And I tell them I'll be making one soon, and I finally can because I am out of ice. I'm no longer being held in a cage. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to this return to the sound of Sergey. It is episode 19 Ladies and gentlemen, we are bracing for thermonuclear war. Russia is about to invade Ukraine if you watch CNN. There are many, many factors at play. There are a lot of people speculating that we're about to go and enter into World War III. China is launching nukes. China is making Minecraft that scans your face. Russia is sending bots to destroy everything. America is spreading Chinese COVID. People are doing everything you can possibly imagine. To start World War III, we are on the brink of it. And for that, I'm actually excited. I'm actually kind of excited to see where this goes. I've never lived through a world war. I think I'm about to. So, I mean, buckle in. We're about to see the nukes flying. So, everybody get ready for that to happen. Thank you very much for being here. It's good to be back. It's good to be back holding the microphone. This is a new microphone. I'm at college right now. Uh, That was a big change. I haven't recorded in about a year. So this is a big change. You know, I'm living by myself, buying my own groceries, making my own poor decisions instead of having other people make poor decisions for me. I'm at a place where they don't hire pedophile rings to teach. That was something they did in my high school. They aren't doing that at Western Kentucky University. So that is good. Now, I will say when I first toured WKU to say, hey, do you want to sign up here? I was touring. I was getting a view of the campus, getting a view of the facilities, the dorms, everything. I was seeing what they looked like. I was seeing, hey, do I actually want to spend four years here? And one of the things that they said on the tour was that WKU is one of the safest campuses in all of Kentucky, which statistically is true. It is one of the lowest rates of campus burglary, campus rape, campus, like everything that you can imagine that is bad. WKU has some of the lowest of it. What I didn't realize was that I was going to go the year that it all went downhill and destroyed itself. What I was coming into was the tail end of of an empire. What You know what it's like? It's like... When you have like a a young, blonde, gold-digging chick 
who nothing wrong with that uh who is like marrying this like old like a hugh hefner marrying like a hugh hefner what ended up happening i'm realizing now is i was planning to marry the hugh hefner and hugh hefner died the day before the wedding within probably a month there were already sightings of like some homeless guy who was like trying to break in like making mac and cheese or whatever like some dude breaks in and in my criminology class the next day we're all talking about did you hear about the guy he tried to break into one of the dorm halls and then one of the chicks just raises her hand and goes oh yeah I saw him and we go wait what you saw him she goes yeah he was in there he was making mac and cheese in the kitchen we go, well, well what did you do and he goes well I mean he said hi and I said hi back and we're like, is that it? And she goes, yeah, you seem nice. And then that was the end of the story. So all this stuff's happening. The day after I left it for Christmas break, there was like a shooting threat. There was a big tornado that destroyed literally everything. Like there was nothing left alive. Like if you drove through, you would believe that a tornado did blow through because it did and everything is demolished. It looks like a scene out of a Godzilla movie after Godzilla's rampage Tokyo. So, I mean, you go in, I didn't know I was going to, and that's the thing, I like, people, like, will just, like, tell me, did you hear about the, that there was a shooting threat? Someone made a shooting threat. I go, what do you mean someone made a shooting threat? And, and they're like, well, how do you not know? Didn't you get the text? And I go, what text? I didn't get any text. They go, the text that you get from WKU. Now, what happened was, at the very beginning, they said, when you sign up, you can opt in for text messages from the school. Now, I was thinking, oh, opt-in for text messages from the school. I thought the text messages were going to be like, Sigma Nu is having a meet-and-greet luncheon from 11 to 1. Uh, be there or be square. Have fun. See ya. I didn't know the texts were going to be, hey, if you go outside, your life is in danger. I didn't know that's the kind of text they were going to be sending. I didn't know it was going to be, hey, people are threatening to commit acts of terror on you if you go outside. I didn't know that's what was going to happen. So I didn't get any of them. I still don't. So I mean, like, if something bad happens, I'm going to have to rely on the source Yik Yak, which at this point is the most reliable news source probably of all time. Of all the ones existent still, Yik Yak is probably the most reliable news source that there is today. Now, on the subject of being at WKU, as much as I say all this stuff about WKU, it is miles ahead of McCracken County High School. When I was in the eye of the storm, I was like, oh, this place is great. Now that I'm like, I, from everything I've heard, it's just gone to absolute carnage. Like it is, it has become a failed state. In essence, McCracken County High School, the high school I went to, I mean, it was becoming a failed state. Like there was a pedophile ring and the only one who got busted was some Indian kid who sent nudes. The principal who covered up the pedophile ring, he got promoted to a board position. No one went to prison. It's like all this stuff's going on. And all of a sudden, like, I'm surprised that, like, it's going downhill now. They literally just admit we can't fire the pedophiles because who's going to teach Spanish too? There was a teacher I knew my senior year. There was a Spanish teacher who was, like, trying to literally molest the teen boys in the class and was like racist to the black kids in the class like they'd answer a question get it wrong and then she would go I wish you were back in the cornfields literally being racist trying to molest the kids and people like 
countless people brought complaints to the board and they're like, hey, you've got to fire her. She's trying to molest kids. She's racist. She's doing all these horrible things. And then the board literally put out a statement. It was like, we can't fire her. We don't have someone to fill in the Spanish two position. And it's like, find someone who can speak Spanish. At least they're not molesting people. At least they're not trying to bring back the Confederacy. So, like, it's just going to crap. They've literally admitted that the dress code is so that teachers don't get tempted. It's like there's 13-year-old people in the school, and we're saying, hey, you can't dress that way. Why? So the adult teachers don't get tempted by you. And it's like, at that point, why aren't you just firing the pedophiles? It's like, so far, I've met zero pedophiles at WKU, which is good. That's a 100% improvement from McCracken County High School. But, you know, I'm here at WKU and I've got, you know, I've got a bunch of stories to tell all a bunch of stuff has happened to me. And, you know, it's been a good time. I love it. I couldn't ask for a better experience. I've made great friends here. I love them to death. I made new ones. I've reconnected with old ones. You know, I've met a bunch of people, had a bunch of fun. You know, it's a it's a it's an overall good time. I don't have a single complaint to make. It's all a wonderful experience, which brings me to a story that I'll tell on this podcast because it has been highly, highly request. Like people will come up to me, people I don't even know, and they'll ask me, Sergey, tell this story. And I go, I don't even know you. So I'm just telling it on recording because it's a good story too. And that is the gold chain necklace story. So what is the gold chain necklace story? So here's how it works at WKU, and this is for most colleges, the move in days somewhere in September. So somewhere in September, you start to move in, you get into your classes in like, I think it was like August 22nd, you move in and classes start like the 25th. So you're really getting into the groove of things in September. I'm obviously a film major. I'm studying film. I'm learning how to be a filmmaker, how to be a director, how to produce major motion pictures. So one of my classes, and this was last semester, one of my classes was Intro to Cinema, Film 201. So I'm in there and I have a class with a girl who I will call Daisy. I have an assignment. The teacher, the professor has said, all right, for one of the assignments, make a short film. Write and direct a short film. You know, two, three minutes, nothing insane. You can do this. And so he sends us on our way. And so I have a scene that I need to film for one of my short films. And Daisy, along with someone else, but Daisy was one of the main actresses in the short film. So I shot all the footage. I shot it. We put the mics up, everything. And so I'd start editing. And so very last minute, I realized some of the audio that we recorded for the short film is not going to work. It just it doesn't sound good. We can't use it. So we need to have Daisy come in and re-record her lines in ADR. So I'd see her after class one day and I'm like, hey, Daisy, can you come in and record ADR? And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. So the way it is, is film 201 lasts from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. because it's a class, a lecture, and then you go and watch a full movie. So this is 6 p.m. on a Monday. The sun is setting beautifully. And I'm like, hey, Daisy, are you ready to record the line? And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. We walk back to my dorm. I'm like, hey, uh, all right, so this is how it's going to go. And we're walking back. I'm, we're walking and talking. I'm telling her how to do all this. Daisy, find, me and Daisy show up to my dorm room. And so I let her in and I'm like, all right, this is how it's going to go. And that day I was wearing an outfit. 
And that outfit, I always wear with a gold chain necklace I have. When I was a senior in high school for graduation, they each gave us like a raffle ticket. And in this raffle, I won like a $300. It was like a Gucci gold chain necklace. I didn't pay anything for it. So, I mean, like, if I lost it, I mean, like, it's no big loss to me. But it's still a gold chain necklace that I like. I wear it around all the time. So, I take it off and put it on my uh, dresser, on my drawer right there. So, I'm like, all right, let's get to work. And so, for like 15, 20 minutes, she sets all her stuff down, records the lines. And I'm like, I think that's it. And she goes, are you sure? No, yeah. And she goes, all right, well, see you. And so she picks up all her stuff and then heads out and I wave goodbye. And then she goes about her day and I go about my day and I do all the editing. So this was on a Monday. Tuesday goes by, Wednesday goes by. And so Wednesday, I have another outfit. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, this outfit, again, is one that I think would go well if I wore the gold chain necklace that I have. So I put on the outfit and I'm like, okay, let me find the gold chain necklace. And I just can't find it. Where is it? So I'm like, all right, I remember I put it down here, looked on the dresser and it wasn't there. And I'm like, okay, maybe I put it in in the drawer, the top drawer. And so I open up the top drawer and I rummage around through this stuff and it's still not there. It's not there. I can't find it. I go to the next drawer. All right, it's not there. This is to the point where I'm like, this is not good. I've lost the necklace. So I'm like looking under the bed, I'm looking in my closet, I'm looking in the bathroom, I'm, I go out to my car, I go to my car in the parking lot, and I look in there, maybe I put it in the car, I don't remember, let's see, it's just not there, I look everywhere, to the point where I literally am like, alright, this is just gone, so I'm just like walking to class, and I remember, hold on, wait a second, and I think to myself, If I'm going to find this, I need to retrace my steps. When was the last time I was wearing this gold chain necklace? I remembered, all right, yeah, the last time I wore it, it was Monday. And I came in and I set it down and then Daisy came in. And then it it hits me. I'm like, oh, Daisy came in, the gold chain necklace was there. Daisy leaves, gold chain necklace isn't there. And no one's been in my dorm room since then. So I'm thinking to myself, all right. She can probably see it's a gold chain necklace. It's worth a lot. So I'm thinking, oh no, Daisy stole this. This sucks. So that day I had a class with Daisy. And so I walk into class and here's my plan. My plan is to be sort of passive aggressive with it. Sort of, you know, subtly, because I don't want to be too much or else it's just going to like scare her off. So I walk into class very loudly. The one that she's in, I walk in very loudly and I goes, Guys, guess what? You'll never believe what happened to me today. And they're like, what is it, Sergey? And I see Daisy turn. I say, like, what's going on? And I go, you won't believe this. Somebody stole my gold chain necklace. And then they're like, what? Whoa. And then I look to see Daisy. She's still like talking with some other friends, like trying to not look at me. And at this point, I'm like, all right, this isn't working. I need to go harder. I need to double down. So, like, just periodically throughout the day, I'll be like, you know, this day is going well, but it would be even better if I had my gold chain necklace, which was stolen from me. And then, like, I look back to her and she's just like, like, avoiding all like, don't look at him. Don't look at him. I'm like, all right, this is not good. So by the end of the class, she still hasn't said anything. 
I'm thinking at least maybe this was a situation she like accidentally like she put it in her bag thinking it was hers and then maybe she would fess up maybe like, oh accidentally I just remembered I have it so I'm like oh okay she's gonna do that she doesn't so class ends and I'm not satisfied because I don't have it back and I'm like she has stolen this so class ends and I'm like trying to figure out what to do so I just snap her I pull up snapchat I have her snapchat and I go Daisy when you were in my room on Monday, did you ever see a gold chain necklace? Maybe you thought it was yours and confused it or something. And I'm trying to be nice about it, trying to be polite. I'm not trying to be accusatory. And I'm just asking, do you see it? Did you happen to see it on the on the table? And I see her little face pop up on Snapchat. And she and it goes, Daisy is typing. And Stays like that for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, I say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, this is, all right, that pretty much settles it. Because how would, why would you reply like that? There's no reason to reply like that unless you were just accused of something that you did. So I'm like, oh no. And it's not like I can just like go in there and be like, give me it back. I can't do that. That doesn't make sense. So I'm like, well, I, I've just got to eat it. And I'm like thinking, what can I do? Like I'm asked, and I asked my criminology teacher the next day, "Hey, uh, what can I do if uh, someone has stolen a valuable item?" And she's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Well, you're not. This isn't helpful. You literally teach about crime, and you can't help me." It's like this isn't helpful to me. And I asked like other professors, they're like, "I don't know." And like the RAs were coming around, the resident assistants, they were basically like checking the dorms, making sure you don't have like fire or like matches or like bongs or whatever. I don't know what they do. And they come in. I'm like, oh, by the way, while you're here, how do I report a stolen item? And they, the two of them just look at each other and they're like, uh, I don't know, but we'll let you know. And they just never let me know. So I'm like, this sucks. I just, I guess I just got to eat that. So that day passes by and the week passes by and at this point I've accepted I'm not going to get the gold chain necklace back so on Sunday I wake up and it's just a normal day and I'm on tinder as any good Sunday 10 a.m uh activities are you go on tinder so I'm like all right so I'm swiping and swiping and all of a sudden I get a match and let's just say this girl's name is Linda and she matches with me. This is at like 11 a.m. at this point. So Linda matches with me. We start a start up a conversation. She's cool. She's like, oh, you know, I do all this stuff. And, you know, I do this, this and that. And I'm like, oh, well, I do this, this and that. And we're just having a conversation. And it's going well. You know, we're like things are go- like the conversation is alive. The conversation isn't dry. We're having an alive conversation. So all of a sudden, this is just like early morning I'm like okay this is pretty cool I've met some she seems cool and you know we're getting to know each other well this is all right and so she goes you said you were a film major right no yeah I do a bunch of filmmaking and that's what I hope to that's what I aspire to do and she goes so you're in the film program right and you take film class and I go yeah I do she goes do you know someone named Daisy and I go yeah I actually do and I don't tell her about this I'm like yeah I know who Daisy is and she goes oh yeah she was telling me uh she was telling me that uh you and her share a couple classes and that she's a film major too and I go, oh, okay cool 
she goes, yeah, you know, uh, you know, she's good friends with me and we're roommates. And I'm just thinking to myself like, okay, things just changed. The dynamic has changed. The purpose has changed. And I thought about it. I didn't, but I thought about just for a split second. I thought about asking Linda, hey, did you see a gold chain necklace somewhere? Now, I didn't say that because I was still trying to smash. So, like, I was thinking to myself, like, all right, this is interesting. I don't even ask about that. And we just keep talking just like throughout the day. And we just keep back and forth and things are going well. We have chemistry. But still in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking she's roommates with Daisy. Daisy is the one who has stolen my gold chain necklace. That's just in the back of my mind, no matter what. It's still back there. Still back there. And just th- throughout the whole time. And we text for hours. All of a sudden, it's like 8, 9 p.m. And all of a sudden, at this point, we had exchanged Snapchats. On Snapchat, she sends me a snap. And it is an image of her. And she goes, hey, what are you doing? Uh, W-I-D. I go, oh, I'm just chilling, nothing much. And she goes, you busy right now? And I go, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not busy. I'm, I'm free. She goes, do you want to come up to PFT and make brownies? And I read the message that says, hey, do you want to make brownies? I read that and I'm thinking to myself, sweet, I'm about to, I'm about to smash. And like, this is an invitation. I mean, she's like inviting me to her dorm. Like, that's what that means. Like, that's the assumption you would make if you're like, hey, do you want to come into my dorm and make brownies? And so I'm like, yeah, sure, of course, I'll, I'll show up. And so I start walking there and I'm thinking and just in the back of my mind, all right, nice. I just scored this. So I finally show up to PFT, which is the dorm that she's in. And she goes, all right, yeah. And so she brings me up and like, you can already tell like in the elevator, she's like holding my hand and like things are going well. And so Linda takes me up to her room and then she's like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, hey, you want something to drink? And I'm thinking she's going to give me alcohol and I'm not really about that. I go, yeah, sure. What do you got? And she like pulls out these like apple juice boxes like they're organic. It's organic apple juice. She wants them like, okay, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So we start like drinking apple juice and she's just like showing me around her dorm she's telling me about herself and we're just hitting it off and all of a sudden she brings up her roommate Daisy and at this point it's just nagging at me it's just nagging at me and I was like all right I've got to ask her I don't care like I'm at this point like maybe I'm safe I'm already in her dorm so maybe it's safe to ask this and maybe it won't ruin it I go Linda can I ask you something and she goes yeah I go this is just something I need to say. This is important. You know, it's really some concerning. She goes, what is it? She probably thinks I'm about to like confess my love to her. And she's like, don't be doing that. And so she's probably rightly so worried about like what I'm going to say. And I just go, Linda, has your roommate Daisy ever brought in a gold chain necklace? Like, have you seen one around or like on her desk or something? She goes, no, why do you ask? And she's still confused. And I tell her the story about Daisy coming over and taking the gold chain necklace. So I get done telling this story to her, what I've told you so far. And so she looks at me and she's like, so that's what happened? I go, yeah. And then she like pauses a little bit, looks at me and goes, 
Yeah, she definitely stole it. <laughs> so she's like way on board with me. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. You know, I can't get it back. I was just wondering if maybe you saw it. And she goes, I didn't see it. But if you want to, we can look. And I go, what do you mean look? And she goes, you know, just look through her stuff and like look through her drawers and closets, see if it's there. And I'm like, I don't I don't know about it. You can't just do that. You can't just go through someone's stuff. Just, oh, it's okay. I do it all the time. So she starts like rummaging through her like drawers. She's just like going through her closet and like private items. And she like starts looking under the bed and all this stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, it's okay. Come on in. Join me. We can, maybe we can find it if we work together. I'm like, okay, sure. And so like, I'm just like still not like trying to look through this random person's stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to sort of keep to myself. And she's like, all right, well, I can't find it. And so we still keep looking. Now, the way that the dorms, her dorm specifically was set up was that if you were facing the door and if you're on the left side, you're in the view of the door, but the door swings open. If you're on the right side, you're going to be covered by the door. You can't see whoever's on the other side. Linda's side is on the left, so I'm just staying on Linda's side. Linda is on the right side with all of Daisy's stuff. So... Again, just rummaging through everything, like turning this into a pigsty, just like looking all through her stuff. And all of a sudden, we just hear the click of a door. We hear the click of a door, me and Linda do, and we both simultaneously just turn to each other. I sort of look at her, and she looks at me, and I have this face of shock, and she's, she also has the same face. She's like, this isn't about to be good. And I hear the door unlock and 10 to 15 years of my life flash before my eyes and the door just swings open and it's Daisy. And the thing is, she opens the door. She's on her phone. She's looking down at her phone. She's not looking up. She's looking down at her phone, walks in, opens the door, closes the door behind her, still on her phone. And then she looks up and then all she sees is me. She just sees me just in her room. Just like imagine that she just sees me in her room and she just like drops all her stuff and is like, Sergey, what are you doing in my room? And just like screams real quick. Linda just like swoops around and is like, no, it's okay. It's okay. He's with me. He's with me. Like trying to console her. And like you can see that Daisy is confused. Like what is going on? Why is he here? And so like she's confused about like what all is happening. And so like Linda is trying to explain the situation. I'm just, sh- I'm just in shock. I'm paralyzed. Like a paraplegic, like I can't move. I can't move. I'm in fear. I'm like, what is about to happen? Am I about to get kicked out? Am I about to be arrested? And so Linda tries to explain the situation to Daisy. And at this point, things are heated. And so they talk for a little bit. They whisper and things start to quiet down and die down. You see Daisy start to calm down. And so I'm just like sitting there and I've just like sort of retreated into the fetal position onto Linda's bed. I'm like, don't involve me in this. So Linda and... Daisy just moved to the opposite corner of the room and they're just like whispering and I don't hear what it is because they're quiet and they're on the opposite side I can't hear so like back and forth and I'm thinking to myself what are they saying and then Daisy sort of turns and looks at me as Linda is saying something then Linda looks back at me as well I'm like what is going on and so they keep whispering and then all of a sudden I don't know what they I don't know what Linda said but Linda whispers something and Daisy just goes, 
no, I can't. I've got homework to do. And then Linda is like looks back at me and then looks back at Daisy and leans in and the whispering I can't hear. Then Daisy just goes, "No, I'm going to stay here." And then so Daisy just starts moving to her desk and like starts doing homework and then Linda just turns to me just indespondent, just turns slowly and just goes, "Sergey." <sighs> I go, "Yeah." And then Linda goes, "Do you mind if Daisy stays and does homework while we hang out and it's like i'm in no position to make demands so i'm like yes it's okay and like what can i say i'm like yeah sure she can stay and so we just go back to doing our separate things all this stuff has just happened i'm sitting on the bed i'm sitting on the bed with linda we're just hanging out and after a while we just start like focusing on each other like it's like daisy's not even in the room all of a sudden, we're talking, we're talking about, like, oh, where we're from, and talking about our childhood, and talking about, like, events, and, like, funny things that happen, and we're conversing, and all this stuff. So, like, we're enjoying the moment, and, th- and like, things are going well. Like, I've got my arm around Linda. Like, Linda is, like, hugging me, like, c- basically, like, cuddling. We've got a blanket, and we're, like, watching a movie and everything. And so, we're just, like, paying attention to each other, and just, like, having a good time. And then, all of a sudden, Daisy just, like, goes, hey, Sergey. And I'm just like, huh? What? Yeah. What do you need? Daisy just goes, you know, in film 201, uh, what are you doing your presentation over? And I'm like, and I'm just like dumbfounded. I'm like, what do you, what? What? Like, I don't know what to say. Just like, oh, I'm doing my presentation over Bram Stoker's Dracula from directed by Francis Ford. Like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. And she goes, mm, okay, cool. And then like Linda turns to me and sort of gives a look of like, sorry about her don't pay attention i'm like okay so we just go back to doing what we were doing before and then all of a sudden daisy again what should i do my presentation over so she's just like in the middle of this like date with her roommate daisy is just like coming in and just like asking about just like whatever homework we have in the class that me and her happen to share and i'm like i don't know do whatever you want to do it was like i'm in the middle of something and so it's like all right and so she just like goes back to like doing what she's doing. And so like at this point, we're just like in the heat of the moment, like things are going great. We're having a great time. We're conversing. We're getting to know each other. So things are going great. And then all of a sudden, remember, I drank a bunch of like organic apple juice. I'm like, hey, I kind of have to go to the bathroom. And PFT, the dorm that she's in is an all girls dorm. So there's only two places you can go to the restroom because the restrooms on the floors are only for females you can either go to the very top or the very bottom and it's 28 floors all the way up so i'm like hey um i've kind of got to use the restroom is that okay and she goes yeah sure and then she tells me about you either go to god you either have to go to the first or the 28th floor and i go okay yeah sure so she takes me out of the room again like holding hands like the tension is there and she, like we're like flirting and things are going great and so she takes me up we're on the 14th floor we go up to the 28th floor and i just hear as she presses the button ding the door is closed and i just hear and i'm like what is that she goes oh you know this elevator isn't all that great so we get up to the 28th floor and so she's like oh, oh around the corner right there there's the men's restroom and i go okay thanks so i go in there and so it's like a single person I you know knock on the door and I'm gonna go uh I'm just like trying to see if anyone's there I knock on the door and no one answers 
And I open the door and it's unlocked. So I'm like, okay, no one's in here. And I walk in and some dude is just peeing in the toilet. He's just there. And I was like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just like, oh, my bad. And so I just wait for him to finish. So he's just there. And so he comes out after a while and he goes, okay, it's your turn. And I go, okay, sorry about that. And he goes, you know, you could have come in if you wanted to. And I'm like, what? No, that's not how that works. And he's like, what do you mean? And he just leaves. I don't even know who this guy is. So I just walk in and never in my life, again, only male restroom on the whole floor that I've been in, in this whole building. There's 28 floors, only male restroom. And I walk in and you would have thought that the muddy waters of Africa had erupted from a volcano. Like it's, it's everywhere. Like, I don't know what that guy, like what, like that guy was living on Taco Bell. Like, I don't know what happened. And it's just like, I can't even walk in here. And so I'm like, this is not good. So I like go back out and I go, uh, Linda, this, the bathroom's not working. And she goes, oh, okay, we're going to have to go down to the first floor. So she takes me into the elevator again, ding, and then closes the door. And so it starts going down this from 28 to one. I noticed this is a fast elevator, like almost scarily fast. So it starts going down and all I hear is, I'm like, what is that? She goes, you know, it happens all the time. You know, it's 3 a.m. It's probably the ghost. I'm like, what do you mean the ghost? She goes, you know, people have killed themselves in this elevator. I'm like, what do you, what? what? Like, I don't even know what to say. It is like 2 a.m. So it goes all the way down again. And so I'm just like scared for my life. It goes back down to one. And so I actually go into a working restroom. I get done. I come back out. She's waiting for me. And she goes, okay, you ready to go back to my, uh, uh, my room on floor 14. Oh yeah. So again, get in the elevator 2am clunky. I feel like I'm going to die. Presses the button. And so she like brings me up to the 14th floor. And before she even like holds the doorknob to open the door, she goes, wait a second, wait a second. I go, yeah, what is it? She goes, you know, it's, you know, it's really, um, it's really late to be honest. It's like 2am. I don't know if I can stay out this long, you know, I've got class tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I've got, I've got a 9 a.m. tomorrow morning too. You know, I can't stay out this long. And she was like, okay. And so she's like, all right, I'll check you out again. 2 a.m. And then we get back into the elevator. Ding. I'm thinking I'm going to die. But also at a certain point, I've been on this elevator and almost died four times. I've heard that noise. I've become used to it. I've grown numb to the fear of the haunted hotel ride at Disney, whatever that ride is that you go up on the elevator, that's what this was like. I've grown numb to that. So we go down to the first floor. She goes in and she is in the process of checking me out. And as she's doing it, I look at this, I look at this girl, this girl Linda that I've been on this date with and we've connected. I'm looking at her and she's looking beautiful in this morning light. And she sends me out and she looks at me and goes, Sergey, you know, I had a really great time despite all the stuff that's happened. I go, hey, I had a really good time too. And we're both smiling at each other and things are going on. There's just, there's chemistry in the air as she's sending me out and telling me good night. And so I start to walk out the doors and she goes, wait, Sergey, hold on a second. And I go, and I turn around and I go, yeah, what is it? I know it's laid out. Uh, don't get stabbed. And I thought she was just like, you know, like 
you know, sort of like a dark sense. You're like, oh, yeah, don't get stabbed out there. And I thought it was that sort of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. And she goes, no, really, you might get stabbed. It's dark and it's late. And I go, wait, what? And she goes, you, you could get stabbed. And I'm like, I could get stabbed? And she goes, well, good luck. See ya. And then she just, like, goes back up the elevator to her dorm. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get stabbed. So I walk back. I don't get stabbed. I walk back. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning and I text her back like a gentleman. I text her back and I'm like, hey, I had a really good time last night. It was really fun despite every all the weirdness that happened with Daisy coming in. She goes, yeah, I had a really good time too. So we start talking again. Again, sparks are falling. It's going well. There's chemistry. And so we start talking. And then, So this is a Monday morning, Monday school day. I send a message. I forgot what it was. And then it takes her like three hours to reply and normally it was like within like four or five minutes she'd reply so linda replies after like three hours and i'm thinking oh she's just like got something to do obviously yeah i mean no one would jump to the most rash conclusion immediately and so like she replies and then i respond back and again like four hours i'm like you know she's probably probably busy you know she's probably got a night class or something she's got to eat dinner you know and then the next day, the same thing happens. Tuesday, same thing happens. And I'm like, okay, this is, I'm starting to get a bad feeling again. Give her the benefit of the doubt. And I text her back again, like four or five hours. I'm like, all right, this is not good. So I send her one last text. like, And it's and again, it's just like six, seven hours. I'm like, all right, she's not interested. You know, I'm like, you know, oh, this sucks, dude. And so... All of a sudden, I'm like, all right, well, I got to get over this. Because we were, you know, getting along and we were like, had chemistry. We had similarities. We had common interests and all this stuff. And then, you know, we felt compatible. Like, oh, well, well, that sucks. Then this happened. So all this stuff happens. I'm like, all right. And so I'm torn up about it. To the point where my friends, they're like, hey, Sergey, are you okay? And I'm like, you seem kind of down. And I, so I tell them what happened. You know, oh, that sucks. So all this happened about, I want to say, the weekend of fall break. I'm not exactly sure on that, but I think that's around there. Uh, so this happens. So this happens on a Sunday. We get off for fall break. And so I have time to mull it over, time to think about it, time to get over. So I come back on Sunday night and I meet with my friend Colton. So we're going and we're, and I mean with my friend Colton, we're at Gad's, Great American Donut Shop, the best donut shop there is. We always go there whenever we want to talk, whenever we want to hang out. That's our hangout spot. So I'm sitting there eating a strawberry cake donut. He's eating whatever. He's drinking milk. And so I sit there and I tell him, you know what, Colton, I think I'm over Linda. He goes, you're over her? And I go, yeah, you know, it's, it's been enough time. I think I... I'm not really torn up about it. I realize, you know, I missed the boat and it didn't happen. And Colton looks at me and goes, oh, okay, that's good. And I go, yeah. And then Colton goes, yeah, because I needed to tell you something. And I go, what What do, what do you need to tell me? Then Colton goes, I needed to tell you something, but I didn't know if you'd be able to handle it. And I go, what do you mean? And I'm like, did you date Linda? Like, what's going on? And he goes, no, 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 it's nothing like that. And I go, well, what is it? And he goes, you know how Linda's in the band, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, I'm in the band too. So Colton tells me that he was in a group of band friends. Colton looks at me and he goes, 
Yeah, I was sitting with a bunch of band friends, and this guy named Andrew, he was talking about how he went on a Tinder date, and he matched with a girl, and then she asked him if she wanted to go up to PFT and hang out, and then nothing happened, and then she just ghosted him. I go, what's that have to do with that? And then and Colton goes, well, my friend Andrew said that her name was Linda. I go, oh, wow. So, like, I'm like, oh, wow, that happened to him, too. That's a coincidence, but, like, what can I really do with that information? He goes, no, 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 that's not it. I go, what else is there? So, Colton then goes, well, Andrew kind of told me that that's just what she does. And I'm like, what do you mean that's what she does? And then Colton goes, well, that's just what she does with all guys. And I just go, how many guys has she done that with? And then Colin goes, well, Andrew said about 18. And at this point, things change because now I actually kind of have respect for her because she's got the grind. She knows the goal. She knows the plan. She's got it down. She like I and in that way, I kind of have respect for her. Like I don't, but I do. Like I understand where she's coming from. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wait, Colton, you're telling me that she's done this with 18 guys like, how is, there's no way I didn't know about this. How was I the fool here? So, all this stuff happens, and then I just move on, and I'm like, well, that whole situation sucks. I, I lost my gold chain necklace. I got ghosted by this chick on Tinder, and I'm like, well, this sucks. So, I just sort of go back and just start living life again, trying to, you know, recover from the trauma, as they say. So, I'm just living life and then one day one day I'm getting dressed for class and I have an outfit and the outfit and I'm like wow this outfit is one that I really would love to wear the gold chain necklace with but I can't and so I just sort of look at it and I look at myself in the mirror wearing the outfit and I go you know what I'm just going to look just one more time. Just open the drawer just to see. I, I know it's not going to be in there, but uh, let's just see just for old time's sake. So I open the drawer. I'm still thinking, oh, it's not going to be in here. And so I open the drawer and I sort of put my hand in there to feel around. And, and immediately it's just it's right there. It has been there. Though I just felt it within a second. It would it. It could not be more easily accessible in the exact first drawer in the most accessible place it could possibly be. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is the gold chain necklace story. It's out there. You can listen to it over and over again as you go to sleep or drive to drive back to Paducah and drive for five hours to see your girlfriend that you hate. Just do whatever you want. It's out there so you don't have to keep asking me a thousand times to tell the story. That was a long story. Thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to the Sound of Sergey podcast. I realize that at this point, this is not a regular thing. I haven't done this in a year, so I'm not going to make any dumb promises like, oh, it's going to come back next week because it's, you know what? It's probably going to come back in like five years after this. I know that this is going out, but I'm not going to make any promises like that. I'm just going to tell you thank you for tuning in. Thank you very much for your time, for your attention, for your love, for your support. Thank you so, 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 so much. And I will see you next time.